Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yes, we are laughing. Guys. We are we are <laughs> laughing. Everything's fine. We're laughing because <laughs> we've had our calm dose for the day, right, guys? And we got more coming. I legit. We're laughing because, like, we 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 if we don't laugh, we'll cry. I laughed so through laughing. the whole fo- when that shot went in. I exploded into laughter. I I I, I didn't have the, no other emotion. I just started laughing. There, and there's a. Walked- there's a saying, it's probably on com.com. Choose to be happy. Happiness is a choice, okay, folks? A lot <laughs> of you are come. watching right now and you're extremely upset, as you should be. Happiness is a choice. You know I, what? Tweet, I tweeted before the game uh, that I'm ready to be hurt again, and I didn't realize how true, how true that Happiness, thing was going to be. Like I'm ready to be hurt again. Like ignoring what, what, how to play to win, it's all a choice, Jimmy. It's a choice, right. yeah. It's a choice. And some I people ball make is a choice. Bad one. Hey, Jimmy, someone picked up one of Phil Connors. I like that. I like yeah. that. Did they? Good, good, good. I'm glad. Yeah. Good. No, no, no. This isn't. There we got, don't, don't forget, we got Needle Nose Ned to my left. <laughs> just, just when you think the Celtics can come up with every single way of going game. Like, here's a new one. Here's a brand new one. Another way. Like, it's not new. It's 1.5, Sherrod, 1.5 seconds. Like, Look, the defense throughout was was relatively solid for the Celtics. I give him credit for that. But one point five, bro. Just has been in quarantine too long, guys. This is a Yo. four. This is a Fournier <laughs> special again. This should be no space for RJ to get that off. This should be zero. This was a Fournier. Right. I mean, this he had Fournier pretty special. Special. It was a, it was the best game he's had like literally in his entire NBA career. Career high. He dropped under the night before it was like thirty two. So. Fournier did 48 things. And the Celtics, <laughs> no, no, no. Against the Celtics. Did. This is who they are. This Fournier is against are. the Celtics. There's a big difference. Uh, that was dude. the best. People are calling for this now, so I'm going to hit it up early. Um, one of our sponsors. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, That's right. a... I thought you were going to say email comment. <laughs> Jimmy, don't do it. We're not going for the full read right out of the gate. Com.com. <laughs> Guys, uh, you don't, com. we don't even need... We don't even need a read for this. The read reads itself. The game is the read. If you watch this game, <laughs> nothing else needs to be said about com.com slash garden. Get 40% <laughs> off of your basically your night, your life right we should, now. We should post a sample. It should be. A, it's a necessity now. It is an absolute yeah. necessity. How much is your life worth? You got to have it. How, how much is your life worth 
Okay, whatever it's worth, you can get. How much 40% is your sanity off. worth? Yeah. Yeah. How much? Yeah. Here's the deal so on, do on that. your life right now. Um. Yeah. Go do that for sure. And then the other thing I'll say. Oh, hold on. And uh, I do want to also point out. Oh, am I full here? No. There we go. Uh, I want to also point out another one of our sponsors. Uh, and th- I'm going to start the show with this. Uh, is uh, LinkedIn. Uh, <sighs> give me a second here. You're going to start the show with this? Wait, are we going to restart? I'm not starting the show with LinkedIn. I'm going to say something, which I never do this. I never do this because uh, I never don't go fire in anybody, on. Joe. Don't do it. I, I He's don't fire me. It's not. I our do fault. not. Not our I fault. am not. I'm not a coach guy. I'm not a put it on the coach guy. Uh, but I'm pissed off tonight. Um, LinkedIn.com slash garden to post your first job for free. Celtics, honestly, at this point, but you're trying to fire email. Consider might need to fire consider. email. Oh, wow. Oh, are you? Is so there already? Is this, is this I never do this. Calling of the coach. I wow. never do this. I'm annoyed tonight because of multiple things. This is not, it's so easy to do the whole email's going to grab those guys and tell them what to do. That doesn't work. They're grown men. If they don't want to listen to a coach, they're not going to listen to a coach. They didn't listen to Brad. They're not listening to Eme. It's in their DNA. So play different freaking people, okay? (laughs) You cannot have two bigs who can't shoot on the court at the same time or Schroeder and Smart on the court at the same time when you need shots to fall and you have Jason Tatum as your primary ball handler. Because what happens? You're swinging it to those guys who are taking open shots that you don't want them to take because they're not freaking shooters. So you can't do that. You can't have that as your lineup. It can't be. It's... It was insane. Like, yes, they did this to themselves. They are the ones who, you know, devolved back into ISO ball, started <sighs> chucking threes, didn't get anything going to the basket because that's what they do. Late in that game, I have no idea what lineups Eme was running out there. I, I, I just blew my freaking mind. Yeah, look, I, I'm I'm with you on that. Okay, I not completely. I'm not ready to, to fire the guy, but at the same time, I'm not at all. I'm not ready either. I just got well, really yeah, annoyed no, but, because this is smash. Yeah. This is smash your head against a wall sort of stuff. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, I think some of it you could put it on him, but at the same time, look what he like. Look at this roster. We've been talking about this all season. Yes, like, they it's perfect. They don't have You're shooters. Right. Their best shooters are bigs, right? You're Where's right. Like Al Grant Williams, Grant Williams, technically, or Jabari. <laughs> like, that's the thing about this team. So I don't, I can't fault Ime with sticking with that lineup because they were working their asses off. I mean, he look, he started the fourth quarter with that starting lineup, which I thought was was telling in itself, right? Like, I don't trust my bench. I'm sticking with you guys. Don't let me, you know, don't make me regret this. But and, going this, having no bench, Joe Sway, on a night, not using your bench at all on the second night of a back to back. I mean, what are we doing? Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. But that's the thing. Like, if you want to talk about the fourth quarter, I'm not. I'm not going to point the finger at him and say, like, oh, man, you should have had Romeo out there and Neesmith. No, no, no. But to your point, yeah, I mean, throughout the course of the first three quarters, you could have you could have give, given guys some rest there. But I, I also don't think he anticipated uh, for them to blow that lead so fast. Or not blow it all you know together, what? but, man, the Knicks hung around the entire second half pretty much, you know? So, Joe Sway, I, I, yeah. I am going to point the finger at him. And I am going to put it put him on blast about that because he should have done better. You, he's been an NBA player, an NBA assistant coach, and now a head coach long enough to know that on a back-to-back, on the road, you got to dig a little bit deeper than your core group. You have to. And on a night where you were making, and you you were, you were, and here's the thing, you were leaning on the one thing that you know damn well has been 
frankly, your Achilles heel, and that's your shot making. You know as quickly as those – the law of averages always catches up to this team on a night-in, night-out basis. If they're making shots in the first and second quarter, you know damn well, more likely than not, those shots aren't going to fall in the third and fourth. This was a night where you're bringing a guy like Sam Hauser when guys, when shots were falling, bringing a guy who needs to have a, an environment where guys are making shots because he hasn't been as good a shot maker as we know he's capable of doing. This would have been a perfect night to throw him out there for two, three, four minutes at a point where you're making shots. Everyone is making shots. That stuff is contagious, I'm telling you. We've seen it happen like that. And when you get a guy like that or Neeson or whoever starting to make shots, feeling better about themselves, this game becomes a lot easier for them. It becomes a lot easier for you. So I absolutely 100% put this one on email. Yeah, absolutely. And so let me say ahead, real quick. I'm does sorry, mean, does that mean I want to be fired? No, no, it doesn't mean I want to be fired. Me neither. But, no, me neither. But, sure, but sure. this is a game that, to me, when you start you know, slicing up the blame pie, I get a big-ass slice for him. I am too. Big-ass slice. Ime's got to do something here in this game. This, this needed – more management tonight and jimmy go ahead uh, i think yeah, i think it definitely needs some management um and we talked a lot yesterday about the celtics missing an in-game manager in the you know and again throwing the name chris paul out there obviously you can't get a chris paul but that type of right. a player a leader somebody who's been there done that who can sort of you know right the ship when it's starting to sway and, and all those you know all those things that you want to use so what does he may say right after the game tonight we need someone to stay calm late, not someone adding to it when things start to get sped up. At times, it feels like everyone tries to do it on their own. And then he had another quote, um, and I'll paraphrase, but he basically called out the team for uh, mental toughness. Oh, yeah, he said, it's been the same result. We lack some kind mm -hmm. of mental toughness. So, yeah, again, See, and we joke about Groundhog Day, but I mean, he goes out and basically <clears throat> says it. You know, they're losing the same he said, way. I mean, he's, he, yeah, he's literally saying the same thing that we're talking about. Yeah. Right, same, but in my opinion, also, Gerard, you have to remember that this starting five doesn't have a whole lot of reps together, right? They're never, they're almost never completely healthy. But Joe Sway, we can say I, that, but you know what? It, you can go back to. Quarter, Going into that fourth quarter, you had enough of a cushion. You had enough of a, a good offensive approach. I mean, shit, you got guys, you know, scoring threes that we haven't seen from the start I know. Of pretty much all season long. And I know. You, you, roll, you roll with those guys. I, I understand. I don't mind that. But, again, you've got – you have to recognize at this point, like, you know, it's – it's endemic at this point. It's a fourth quarter problem, regardless who's on the floor. So you can't this lineup without any shoot without shooters and without anybody who can do anything other than ISO and take Jack threes or take contested twos. Doesn't uh, a group of people that don't uh, find a way to get easy buckets for one another. The offense is going to stagnate and defenses are going to uh, tighten up in the fourth quarter in close games. And you can't keep running that lineup out there. It simply doesn't work. Like it doesn't work. Schroeder smart doesn't work. It doesn't work late in those games. It, it's bad. It really doesn't work. And the double big lineup doesn't work when you need offense. It doesn't work. So you have we to stop. You got to stop. All right, the Garden Report postgame show, as always, is brought to you by our exclusive wagering partner, Bet Online. Just go to betonline.ag, use the code CLNS50 for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We've got it all going right now. You got basketball, hockey, NFL yeah. football, NCAA football, horses, MMA, golf. Is there still golf? If there isn't, there there's, will be. There's, there's, there's always golf. golf there's on. always some yeah. kind of golf. Props, live betting, all kinds of weird stuff. Out, outside of the sports realm, anything you want to, you know, place a bet on. Yep. 
BetOnline's got it. BetOnline.ag. Code CLNS50. 50% welcome bonus. Go check it out right now. And as always, make sure to gamble responsibly. Right. And we talk about the, you know, we, we, we talk it's, about it's the crutch. It's a crutch. It's a crutch. Jalen, Tatum, those guys weren't shooting well. They didn't have a good shooting night. It doesn't matter. Schroeder Schroeder, that's actually that's more of a reason to go away from them because if Schroeder well, no, sitting that, okay, the sh- last couple of minutes, okay, yeah, Schroeder and Smart, that can't be you can't close out games that way. I, I'm that's all I'm saying is I like Schroeder coming in for instant offense with those second units, but when we're going too often with that double big or the double point guard lineup, which really limits what you can do offensively because you don't have enough shooters. So even when you do do what Ime wants and swing the ball around, you have no one to swing it to. It doesn't go to the right people so it doesn't it, it doesn't work it doesn't work and when we talk about groundhog day not only are we talking about the lineups and we're talking about the players but we're also talking about the decision making by Eme. i mean we it seems that every single game we see when tatum and brown are healthy tatum is going to play more minutes than brown and to me i would love to see them flip that fourth quarter switch where you got Brown on the floor early, not Tatum. Have Tatum come in with maybe four minutes to play and see how that – do something to shake things up. Because right now you are predict- you're predictably pathetic in how your lineups are being used, the impact that they're making. And, frankly, Jalen, as we know, he's the best downhill scorer they got, the yeah. one guy that can finish at the rim. And that kind of is, is important in the fourth quarter. Yet, yeah, this was another game where – and I'm not blaming Jalen on this because, I, to me, Jalen, we've seen that Jalen is better the when ball? you get – See, and that's my point. That's the thing. Jalen is better when you when you get him the ball. Get him. He. I don't like Jalen having to create his own shot down the stretch. I love when guys get him the ball and allow him to attack. That is when he's at his best. That's when he's not turning the ball over. That's when he's getting shots at the rim. We don't see that yet. We uh, take that back. We see that in the first and second and some of the third. We just never see it when it matters most in the fourth. I don't get it. I don't get I, it. Here's a good stat. No, go ahead, Joe. James, when, when, when Tatum's starting to heat up, you know, he, he shines away from it a bit, you know? So a couple things. I mean, we were looking at back-to-backs here. You scored 40, 41 points yesterday. It was 22 and 19 and 42 points in the second half uh, tonight, uh, 42, 21 and 21. That's freaking pathetic. We talked about, like, that second quarter when they went bananas from three. I texted you guys at halftime. I hated Hated it. Hated the offense. Didn't think mm-hmm. it was sustainable. What happens in the second half? Two of nine from three from the third, four of 13 in the third quarter. They had uh, 14 assists in the first half, eight assists in the second half. Virtually nothing going to the basket until Tatum late um, had those couple of buckets. Virtually nothing at all. Absolutely not even close to what it is that they're trying to accomplish on offense. At total breakdown almost the second the whistle blows to start the fourth quarter and they're doing it time and again it for a while was the five minute or the three minute mark of fourth quarters they're literally doing it the second they step on the court in the fourth quarter complete just i forgot how to play basketball even if they were going well for three quarters they completely go just it's they don't i don't get it (laughs) I, I, I'm I'm completely at a loss. I'm completely it's at a loss. It's almost like ingrained in them, right? Where it's like they know they're going to lose this game or they know they're going to blow this game, right? It, it's just yeah. they're almost waiting for it to happen. It's like they're creating their own whatever, you know? Like they, they, it, it sucks. I just saw a stat that Celtics are Celtics and Pelicans are the only two teams that have blown 
four leads of 15 points or more this year. They had a 25-point lead tonight. And they've lost six of their last seven games that it's come down to crunch time, which means within five points uh, in the last yeah. five minutes of the game. So, one, they can't hold on to big leads. They can't play with the lead. And two, they have nobody, and this probably goes back to what Ime said, they have nobody that can sort of guide the ship into port, right? I mean, they have nobody that can that can win the game or can put, you know, can kind of just put them over the edge or put them over the top down the stretch. It's always I, this I don't get it. circus shot or, you know, drive to the hoop craziness. And, I mean, think about the last couple of losses here. Yeah, but see, that's I the mean, thing, it's, Jimmy. It's unreal. <clears throat> If this thing went the other way, we'd be saying Jason Tatum came and, and delivered, right? What oh, do you mean it went the other way? No, we wouldn't. If, if, no, if we the Celtics, wouldn't. What do you mean? 36 points, 12 21. What do I mean? Down the stretch. Yeah, like, Jason Tatum, Tatum, Tatum built a 25 their point out. lead. That's what we'd be saying. Yeah, Jason Tatum was awesome. Jason Tatum still was. We can still do a little segment on Jason Tatum if it's going to make everybody happy. But at the end of the day, the good team of things. Yeah, he was good. He was hitting a ton of shots. He had a slow start to the game, but he had a great overall game. You know, once again, Jalen Brown had the hot start. Jalen Brown faded. At some point, Tatum took over, and yeah, he was hitting massive threes for them. That shot that he had to put them, to put them, uh, that last shot that, that he had to put the Celtics up was unbelievable. How nice many baskets do you think they made in the back. fourth? How many baskets did they make in the fourth quarter as a team? I don't know. Tell us. How many? How many would you guess? How many field goals or points? Yeah, field goals. I'd say seven. Six. Tatum made four of them. Shit. Six? Six. Yeah. Jalen Brown took one shot. Marcus Smart took six shots. He made the other two. They were both threes. That's the whole freaking fourth quarter. He missed a big three, too. That's it. He he went two. He went... He took six threes. He took six threes. Oh, he's all six of his shots for Marcus took six threes in the fourth quarter. And they took 13 threes out of 17 shots. 13 threes out of 17 shots. And what? Too many. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. 13 threes. What are we doing here? I know. And and, and Ime, did Ime ever say anything to him, I wonder, during the game? Like, hey, like, maybe don't. (laughs) Like, maybe try something different. Maybe pass it to somebody else for that shot. Anything? I mean, why is Marcus Smart taking six threes and Jalen Brown taking one total shot? That's I don't get it. He just like had everyone, fifty points. Everyone mad about Schroeder. Schroeder had one field goal attempt in the fourth quarter. Schroeder's field goal attempt also, was a bad one. I will say had, it was a horrible one. Right. Yeah. Right. But he only and he also only turned the ball over one time, and it was at the very end. That was right after a timeout, and he just dribbled right. into people. It was into like a it, crowd it of was like a suicide bomber. He literally just friggin'. Absolutely, just dribbled into a mass of people. It's like he forgot to let go of the turbo button. He just yeah. kept going. Yeah. Oh my god, that was unbelievable. Uh, yeah. I. So, what are you doing? What are you doing? That didn't get you benched. Ime right? should call. Ime should save that all his timeouts and benched. call them every ninety seconds in the fourth quarter. You know, or, just guys. Every two possessions, guys. We're what are we doing? Let's let's or not do this. Yet. Pull a Popovich and call one within the first 20 seconds of the game when you realize yeah. your team is not ready. I mean, they we, weren't ready in the first we 20, though. Go- they weren't ready in the last 20. <laughs> they had a he's great gotta, He's got to get a better pulse. He's got to get a better pulse for those guys when they're losing it before they lose it. He has right. to get. He has to. And, this and goes so- back to Brad. Would scream at Brad because he'd watch these leads dwindle and would be the call timeout, call timeout. Why won't this guy call a freaking timeout? I'm not saying that was the case tonight. 
But still, you saw the way that the Knicks chipped away in a big way in that third quarter. Well, they had a hot end in the second, ha- second quarter. And then they but, carried that momentum right into the third quarter. I don't know if he made one single adjustment at halftime. But this the is where you have to. Yeah. That's where he has to come five, in, Jimmy. Seven points. Yeah, right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, that, that's where coaching definitely comes in. And I listen. I've 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 been. You know, I also haven't really been that critical of Ime. Me, but to yeah. come out to come out like right after the game and be like, oh, it's mental, it's mental toughness and this that and everything. It's like you can use all the buzzwords you want, buddy. But at the end of the day, like you had this win. It's it you know draw up the plays, create the mismatches, get to the line, do whatever you have to do to win this game. I mean, at some point you're criticizing yourself if you're calling the team mentally weak. I mean, you're the you're the coach of this team. I mean, a lot of what coaching has to do, a lot of what coaching is, is not just X's and O's. It's getting the team mentally prepared for going into Madison Square Garden, you know, one of the most hostile environments, the best place to play maybe in the world playing basketball. I would say it is the best place to play basketball in the world. Getting these guys' minds in the right place to close out the win. And so that's where I'm going back to it. I am not blaming Marcus Smart for taking six threes. He is supposed to shoot that ball in that situation. That's what it's supposed to happen. When it swings to the open guy who's standing behind the those arc. Shots. But I'm saying that's – but if those are the guys who are there on the court when you're swinging the ball and the attention is on Tatum and they swing right. it, swing it to the open guy and those guys are Schroeder and Smart, yes – the offense, the defense wants you to shoot those. That's a win for them. Smart is supposed to take that shot. He is. What are you going to do? Pass up a dead open right, look? No. He yeah. has especially, to. Especially 40% smart, right? Like He's not passing that up. Like, like if he makes two, he's, he's going to take and that all night. Like, yeah. yeah. And that's where Ime has to do something there, which is like, I if we're going to do this, I need the offense to do this, not that. You know, like you can't have, as Sherrod said, I mean, you can't allow your team to take 13 of 17 here, shots John. from behind the arc with those lineups. No, I got – I queued up some email. Here's email talking about the loss after the game. Hang on. Trying to play it. Here it comes. Oh, we're back. Joe Sway busted. Joe what Sway happened? busted. Joe Sway, where'd you go? Joe Sway no, thought we were going big screen. Going uh, when you play the clip, you gotta play the clip. I'm trying to, buddy. Hey, where'd he go? Did he uh, leave? My swag. Got him. Technical difficulties, oh, Josue. I also just wanted to catch you. I wanted to catch First you in the act. Just brood. We got Josue to... back, but now we lose Eme. Damn it. We're gonna try for Eme one coffee. more time. Hang on. I hope that's not coffee. Message was short and sweet. Wasn't about the last play again. It was everything leading up to it. And we need some leadership, um, somebody that can calm us down and not get rattled when everything starts to go a little south. And I think it snowballs between our guys. And so step up and, or do I have to stop all our momentum and pace and call a play? You know, so that's what I said to him. Uh, I heard half. Got the gist of it. So, I kind of, I think that's part of what the, I read. Yeah, it's the quote you said about some, someone stepping up. And again, Sherrod, this is what we're saying. Ime is supposed to do to calm things down, right? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I think that that's that's part of his job, and particularly when you're at a point where we're damn near at the halfway point of the season, and it's pretty damn clear that what he's talking about, it ain't coming from your roster. 
It's Marcus Smart is not bringing that. Jason Tatum is not bringing that. Jalen Brown is not bringing that. Al Horford is not bringing that. None of those guys are bringing what you're talking about. So if your players aren't bringing that, guess what? You, the coach, have to put <laughs> right. that into the game. you got to right. be the one. Because yeah, my surprised. biggest issue were, yeah, my biggest issue with Ime right now is that he he it feels as though he's got he's talking to talk, but he's not walking to walk. You you talk about really? accountability, you're talking about leadership. Guess <laughs> what? You need to, to be the that, you need to be the change that you want to see. Yeah. And he, it's, it's at In some point, sooner rather than later, you got <laughs> he has to be that guy. What the hell did you say, Jimmy? That's he a quote, said, man. That's the calm quote, right? Like, it's like it's becoming like again. You I don't know. Change you want to be in the world, he said. He's just being. He's yeah. being I don't know. Like he's just being an asshole. I'm following. Jimmy, you know how close he. Your point is all. absolutely. Yeah, Sharad's getting ready. You're getting ready to spaz. You're like, wait, what did you just say, Jimmy? Wait, hold on, what's I'll going take on? Take away yeah, what you said. What the hell you say? Am I the butt of the You know I'm pissed. We are approaching. We're approaching kind of out of touch zone with Ime. Like, you know, a lot of people, if you're an NFL fan, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, Giants fans, you know, losing their minds this year over Joe Judge. Joe Judge goes and gives a press conference at the end of the year, uh, you know, about like. Scorch you know, Earth. Yeah, we're, we are doing and we're in the right direction and the heart in this room. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> dude, you're gone. This, yeah, like <laughs> none of this is happening. You're like, and, and if it and you're supposed to fix it, like this is we're looking at you, buddy, you know, like, right, right. you know, but we're, there's a lot like, of commenters. A lot of commenters have the right of this. It is a absolute like you can complain about everything they're not doing and then you you look for the answers and they don't exist like every time i say or one of us says they need more shooters on the court everybody rightly says which freaking ones you know mm -hmm. and I, you say i i guess grant maybe romeo neesmith i don't know i guess richardson <laughs> i i don't know the, who are they they're not great you know right and then for your right. coach to not you know i was literally about to say the same thing like you're, you've been talking about accountability since training camp and, yeah. you know, this is your first year as a head coach. We're about halfway through the season. And I'm really surprised for him to say that. Like, we need a leader. Like, that should be you. Like, you, <clears throat> you know, like, first impressions mean a lot. But we're still sort of in that first impression phase. And I don't I don't like that. I don't like to hear that from, from, the, from the Celtics head coach, where they're supposed to be turning for the better, right, at this point, at, at playing playing uh, under 500 teams for this next stretch of games. And, and you got another loss here. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm shocked he said that. I'm really surprised. Yeah. Um, people are asking, people are looking for a little bit of blind positivity here and wondering where Bobby is. <laughs> Yo, where is Bobby? going crazy right now. He's, he um, actually Bobby, texted us and said he was in. Bobby's at MSG. Um, and he is uh, 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 gathering he some postgame. Gathering some post game right now, so he'll be joining us. Everyone, in a bit. yeah, everyone, don't worry. Bobby's going to get his 45 minutes of Evan Fournier talk. So just stick around around you're gonna get it he's gonna tell the Bobby, celtics royally screwed this up yeah. celtics totally screwed this up by not re-signing evan fournier so just stick around you're gonna get yeah. that uh with massive audience right now and i thank you guys for hanging out i think everybody's kind of feeling what we're feeling right now which is like nobody can sleep tonight nobody can sleep tonight um, so thank you guys for watching. Those are watching. Perfect time to shout out a couple of our sponsors once again. Jimmy, go ahead. Tell them yeah, about the so number one sleep and meditation sleep app. Sleep and meditation app. So you're up right now. You can't sleep. You're fuming. You're steaming. You just can't <laughs> believe ahead, Take a that walk. the Celtics did this to you again. <laughs> you just got over last night's loss. And guess what, folks? All you were ready to do was be hurt again. And here we are. And here's the clip of E-Mail. Groundhog right Day. Here. I'm Phil Connors. <laughs> He's Ned Ryerson. And Bing! I just, 
Bing, absolutely. So you want to, you know what you want to do? Unfortunately, this show cannot go all night long. I can't go into the wee hours of the night. But you know what, Ken? Com.com slash garden. Go to that website. You'll get 40% off your subscription. You're going to get sleep sounds, sleep skates, sleep stories, meditation practices, uh, inspirational quotes maybe, things that will make you feel better because you know what the Celtics right now are not doing is making you feel better. Hopefully this show helps you a little bit, but com.com slash garden actually is put together by a bunch of people who really know how to make you feel better and sleep better and go to you'll, you'll go to work tomorrow not still fuming <laughs> from last night. How about that? Maybe we can get you to do that. You'll there wake you up go. a new person. A brand new person, and you'll be brand ready for person. the Celtics to hurt you. You'll be you'll be completely recovered and ready for the Celtics to hurt you all over again, whoever they <laughs> so, play next. I don't even know. <laughs> it's Saturday night, so, you it's, know. It's Saturday night, They're perfect. Playing. You can go Same out team. afterwards or not. You know. Same team? Same team. Oh, oh yeah. That's yeah. going to be fun, actually. The Fournier tour continues. Let's go. Wow. Yes. So, yeah, thanks, everybody. Yes. Celtics fans are gonna welcome him right, right back to home. You know, right back. Oh, also TV support Garden. our sponsors. You guys like our show? Support our sponsors so we can, so we can keep doing it. Thanks, and Jimmy. send Jimmy the receipts. He wants to see. And say, I want, I want, I want the receipts. Yeah. Yeah, we'll split it. Show me a you. receipt. Uh, if you show me a receipt, I'll, I'll hit you back with a follow. How about that? Yeah. I'll hit you there back with a follow. <laughs> nice. Ooh. Oh Terrible God. And so will That's Joe perfect. Sway. So will Joe Sway. I guess. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Joseph, like, what the hell you get me in this for? Josue is yeah. going to retweet your tweet to him. I don't know how much of a prize that is, but all right. So, Josue will make you a guest on the Causeway Street podcast, too, if you show your proof. That I might do. I might do that. <laughs> all um, right. So, let me, let's, 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 let's dice up a couple of different things. Um, you know, it's the same thing. We keep making the Groundhog Day jokes. Um, but let's, let's get in, let's get a little more granular. What is it? You know what stinks is like we don't get to talk about Rob and Tatum, both of whom had excellent games tonight. Because who cares? Right. Like, you know it's lost in this. But <laughs> hold on, hold on. real quick, someone just someone just wrote Sherrod is texting the the Pistons like, "Yo, you up?" <laughs> you know who I was? Hey, you, want, hey, you guys want to know who I was texting? You want to know who I was texting? Pistons are next. Kyle Draper. Kyle Draper. Draper reached Drake out to me. Huh? Yeah, confused. I'm gonna. Normally, I don't put people's texts on blast, but I don't put his on blast because I'm just going to do it. He said he, that he texted me says, nice. No, he didn't say that. He just said, nice team you have there. <laughs> wow, that's Yo, coming from the Kings, the Kings guy. Yeah, right. Damn. Exactly, exactly. And he's right. I mean, the low-key sarcasm is, is deserved. I mean, this team is playing like ass. I mean, he's in the right now, probably on his porch chilling. We had Draper yeah, on last year. We need to get him back on again. But I'll, I'll work on that. Yeah, he's had some uh, he's had some big calls lately. I've seen a couple of his. I know. I saw him calls. on Twitter being a freaking homer. <laughs> yeah, huge homer with the dunks. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Right. I, had, I knew I knew I would forget that comment, so I had to get that out there. But yeah, go ahead. Josh. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> they, that is a good one. The, 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 this team. We we we're talking about change. I mean, they have to make some kind of change, and and as reluctant as they may be to make an external change, they can do some things internally. I think at this point, the way that Al Horford is shooting the ball, you got you can't keep him in your lineup. You can't. He's killing you. There was a sequence where I think he had like three consecutive Wait, wide you, open can't shots. Can't you keep in there? Wide open threes, man. Al Horford. I think no. you got. I think Al has to come off the bench. I do uh, too. You gotta, to me, that's to me that's the easiest way 
to address the need to do some type of shakeup. Um, yeah, we're you, you, you gotta do it. We're talking Grant, right, Sherrod? Or are you talking about going smaller? Yeah, I'm talking Grant or Grant. either Grant or Jay Richardson. One of those two needs to be in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one I of those think two. So too. I think I it's think time. Richardson. I think it's time. I mean, Horford. Because what you? I yeah. I think Horford was your like pretty much steadiest guy to start the season, but yeah. it's it. You know, he's an older guy. You know, exactly. You weren't going mean, to keep Grant, that base See, up. that's the thing. The, the the reason why I would consider it is because Grant, he's not the same defender he was two months ago. Like he's really he's improved on that end for sure. So. He's better. Uh, yeah, but Grant, but Grant is Grant is officially turning back into Grant Williams. So I think we might have missed that opportunity. He turned into yeah. a pumpkin. Um, and and uh, it is what it is. Like guys, guys, uh, he's not a zero points guy. tonight. He's zero not a forty-five you know percent three three-point shooter. You know what I'm it talking is? about he's, defense, he's, though. But yeah, yeah. But you know, you know what you know what happened to Grant? His name got on the scouting report. That's what happened. Yeah. To Grant. If you notice, he's the reason he's not shooting those corner threes as much anymore is because teams aren't letting him get to the corner and be wide open. They're close. They're forcing him to put the ball on the floor, shoot little baseline mid range jump shots, which he does not shoot. They're right. forcing him to get the ball on the wing away from the corner, so that he's either going to keep the ball moving, so he's not shooting, or he's going to try to put it on the floor and do something, which he's not good enough right now to really help the Celtics in that regard. That's why, I, to me, you put him back in that start line, you put him in the start lineup, you have an opportunity for him to get a little bit closer to the grant we saw at the beginning of the season than it is now. Because yeah. right now, when he steps on the floor, teams are already locked and loaded to take him out of, of what he has grown accustomed to doing. Yeah. I mean, we remember with the Lakers, with LeBron, LeBron's like, LeBron would look at him and be like, like, no, I'm not going to guard this guy. You know, like, right. <laughs> he's great. Uh, no, uh, yeah. He's like, what? No, no. I'm going to help over here. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, like, but let me ask you, I want to go back to it. What What's going on with Jalen in these fourth quarters? The fourth quarter numbers are bad throughout. Um, and, and sometimes they're bad in the no-show category like they were tonight, which is a problem in itself. And sometimes they're bad in just the bad shooting category. Um, they're bad this year. He's, he's really struggling uh, in fourth quarters, uh, if not completely disappearing. Like, uh, we talk about Ime needing to involve him, putting it on him. Like, what's happening? I mean, I know Joe Sway's got his theories, but, like, what do you guys think? This is a strange thing to have really only two good players on your team and have one of them disappear uh, completely no. in fourth quarters and having Marcus take six threes and Jalen take one shot. I don't understand it. I don't either, especially when you look at tonight where Jalen played like over eight minutes in the fourth. So it wasn't like he was out there for a little bit of time. That doesn't make sense that a guy that good only gets one shot. I can't, I can't fathom that the Knicks defense all of a sudden became that locked into limiting him and his impact. Uh, and, and, you know, Jalen, I think there's still a part of him that's a little bit uh, played deference to, to Jason Tatum, uh, who had a pretty good fourth quarter, had 13 points, four of eight shooting. He was great. I, yeah. need to, I, need to, I need to see Jalen Brown be more assertive in the fourth quarter. I really do. Because about a week ago, I looked at his numbers, and Jalen Brown is a top 20 scorer in the NBA in the first, second, and third quarter. Once the fourth rolls around, last time I looked, he was like somewhere between 40 and 50. That should not happen. There should not be that dramatic a drop-off in your ability to score down a stretch when you've shown the ability to be very consistent through the first three quarters. They need to do a better job of creating plays specifically for Jalen to score. That's yeah, it. I mean, especially on the second half of back-to-back where we – Especially on the second half of back-to-back. 
but that problem was already like highlighted going into this one. And we see the same problem the very next day. I mean, what was it? How many attempts did he have in, in last night's fourth quarter? And then you, you, you turn to this, to this game and you're like, wait, it's the same thing. Honestly, I just think when Tatum starts cooking, when he starts warming up, he, he shies in the moment. You know, you couple that with the fact that he missed a game-winning or game-tying layup last night. That didn't help his confidence, I don't think. The hostile environment in New York, the way Evan Fournier was, I just think at times in the fourth quarter, he decides to, okay, I'm going to buckle down defensively, and I'm going to let guys do the thing, especially if guys are already starting to pick up momentum and, and are failing it. But when the Celtics need a bucket, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you, Sherrod. Like, like, Ime has to find a way to set him up. I mean, top 20 score, you have Tatum out there as well, like, it's it's very rare outside of see that's why this loss was so disappointing. Well, one of the many reasons, but like you get Tatum the look that he wanted. You set him up. You 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 know he, he drains it with just enough time, just a little bit of time left, and you don't you don't close out that game. And, and look, I I know the you know that last shot can happen. You know one step you get that that look, but I just think RJ just didn't like. I just feel like he hadn't he shouldn't have been able to create that much space. Like I just one point five like look. I'm not saying the game, that's how they lost this game. It came down to that exact play, but it just, it was salt on the wound because. Yeah, I mean, he, he had time to catch the ball, down. dribble, and raise up in one and a half seconds. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like the Celtics were like, oh, this is going to OT. We got this. And it's just like, like, no, like, that's the, that's the old Celtics or or the one that, the bad Celtics that shows up every other you game. Know, and you know reason what, why though? this team is 500. I mean, the more I watched them play, it, 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 it to me, it feels as though this is, a, the Celtics are a team that has players who want to win, which is like every other team in the NBA. But there's a difference between wanting to win and caring about winning. I don't think this team cares enough about winning to win these games that are very winnable. And caring about winning is doing whatever the hell you got to do to get the W. If that means setting a screen so that Jalen Brown can get a clean lane to the basket, you do that. If that means passing up a good shot because your teammate is wide open in the corner for a great wide open look, you do that. I don't think they care enough about winning to do the winning plays that you have to do to be successful in this league. Well, they're doing it on their own terms, right? That ain't, but that's not caring about winning. It's, it's just it what you describe it as. It's doing your shit, doing it right. on your terms. That's right. not caring about winning. Right. And I've said that's that. That's and, I, and, I, and again, I've been saying this about Tatum and Brown for a couple of seasons now. It's like, and I think John kind of disagrees, but these guys, yeah, they know a certain way to play, but at some point you have to learn to win, not what it takes to put up 25 right. and eight or whatever. Right. You have to learn what it takes. You have to adjust to your game. And that's why I think what Ime is saying is they don't have that guy that's going to say, hey, listen, young fella, you know, you got to change. You know, this is what matters. This is how you're going to get us to the next yeah. level. This is how you're you're actually going to get yourself to the next level. It's not by just having the blinders on and doing your thing down the stretch. I think in the fourth quarter, to answer John's first uh, question, I love what that moment, though. We'll talk about Jalen Brown. What moment? All right, in a second. I think what happens is there's no structure on this team. There's no there's defined, no plan. There's no defined purpose. It's like people joke, well, what is the point of this podcast? What is the <laughs> point of, like, these players all together playing in the last five minutes? We already I read the stat earlier. You know, they just can't seem to get together. There's no direction. Nobody knows what's supposed to happen on the next possession. It just kind of happens organically yeah. in a bad way, though. Like, not good organic. People want to say Which organic in a, in a good way. It's not. There's no, there's yeah. no like, direction here. Here's what – in that part of it, yeah, that's Ime's fault for sure. You're the coach. Get these guys in a position to win. Put them in a position to succeed. That's what being a coach is all about, right, is putting your guys in a position to succeed. That's why – 
Bill Belichick is regarded as one of the greatest coaches of all time. He takes bad teams or mediocre teams and he makes them better. That's the mark of a good coach. Anyone can go out there and say and, and rely on the players to be good players. They already are good players. The talent is there. But when it comes down to winning, you need to be more than just talented. You need to play together. You need to play to your strengths and you need to play to win. Play to win the game. You play yeah. to win the game. And you know what? You know what the telling stats is? My man Herm. We have enough sample size to, to show just how bad things can get in the fourth but, quarter. The Celtics, this is the 12th loss this season where they lost for, from five points or less. They had 20. Yeah. Like, no, 19? They can't close out. You, you want you know, you one. Excuse me. They have 21 losses. That's almost half of their losses are, you know, by five or less points. You know, you're, all you're those like one or two possessions. Do you yeah. want a stat yeah. that will break your brains? Yeah. Yeah. The Knicks were one, <laughs> one win and 229 losses when trailing by 25 plus points in a game over the last 25 seasons. Wow. History was made tonight. And that goes back to the late, loss. that goes back to the 90s. It's a completely no, different Knicks squad then, you know, like those that's were it went to the finals. Those are good but for, for real though, you talk about like those guys winning and making plays to win and not knowing this and that. You're right. They don't uh, know. And it's not just the stars. It's literally everybody. Like, right. you know, Marcus Smart might be the only one who has it in his DNA in terms of making the play that needs to get made right. at a certain time. He's the only one who right. does, you know. Um, and you see that. He'll make it happen. Winning plays. But it's true, Go ahead and say it, John. Say it. Winning plays, Marcus. It doesn't Hashtag. matter. It doesn't matter. The, the, my my, my not beef say against it. the winning plays Marcus <laughs> Smart was more of a, it doesn't undo every other thing that he's done. He can't go one for 10 from three in a game, make one winning play and be like, that's why you have him. But he's still the only guy whose sole purpose is, I got to make a play right now that's going to make a difference. And he does it and he wills it to happen. He's done it. Have, he's you have done the, it. It's different than saying I'm, he does it. But he, he, he recognizes. He has done it. What needs to get done? The other guys are like, I hope my shot goes in. And then right. you have a situation like Rob yesterday where he's got uh, two opportunities. The ball's on his freaking mid at half court. Collect it. The, the yeah. ball comes off the rim Here with Jalen. Slam it. Like, yeah. make the play. Do not just, oh, it's plausible uh, and understandable for it to go off your hand. Make sure it doesn't happen. Focus right. in that moment. When you see that thing, grab it like your life depends on it. Those are winning plays, so to speak. It ha that play has to get made. They don't have enough guys who make that play ever, ever. They just don't. Right. It, if it goes in or they have a good shooting night, they win. And, the, and they're front runners. And that was the oh, first half. Yeah. Oh, when shots the fell. And then everyone says, oh, look what happens when the That's shots go in. Yeah, ooh. Well, they don't go in at 50% every night. Yeah. They might that's, for a quarter or half, yeah. but that's not that's not reasonable. That's not how you win the game. Yep. Damn it. Are we done? Are we done? Damn it. <laughs> Com.com slash guardian. Com.com slash guardian. Okay. Deep breath in, everybody. Deep breath in. Yeah. Com.com yeah. hired While Jimmy. We're waiting. They, While they we're hired waiting. Jimmy for the commercials? Oh, uh, yeah. They have hired Jimmy. Yes. LinkedIn.com. You can see him on NBA TV when you're watching the game. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to take a quick break, tell you about one, one more sponsor here at LinkedIn. And again, you know. Don't these forget these guys. Hard to find and hire the right candidate for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs made it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for 
free. And we use LinkedIn 100%. It's an extremely valuable tool. Um, go and create your first free job post in minutes. Mm -hmm. Minutes. People are sitting here right now saying, I, I don't, you know, I don't need to hire anybody. You know what? Just you might. You might just do, do, it. do. Just do just it. Just do it. It's free. You can just literally go post a job application and all your friends will be like, wow, he must be doing pretty well. Like he's looking for like uh, an assistant. Are you looking for somebody to work underneath him? Like, yeah. you know the what I mean? Act, Even if it's an intern. The second act is totally different than the first with, uh, with this one, Jimmy. Um, focus on the <laughs> candidates with just the right skills and experience and use screening questions to get your role in front of the most qualified people. This is why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one, delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. So, Jimmy, take it away and do the call to action, my friend. Yes, you want to visit linkedin.com slash garden, post your first job for free. Again, you don't have to be uh, the CEO of a company. If you're looking for hired help, that's the place to do it. LinkedIn. Every, everyone's on LinkedIn now. Everyone's yes. on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, and Facebook is out. LinkedIn is in. All the Joe worst. Sway, Joe, Joe Sway, how many people? What you mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> how many people? How many millions like of people? World world? How many people that? are on LinkedIn, my friend? <laughs> Yo, the entire world? Yo, how many? Yo, how world many? World? 700 million. million. World world? At least 700 million. Uh, no 700 way. million is so much. It's just funnier if you say 700 770 million. million people on LinkedIn. So post yeah. your job there for free. <laughs> Everybody in the world, literally everybody, in the and world then some. We've got we, we got dead people, on you know, <laughs> totally. Um, Once you have a LinkedIn profile, that, work too. Or online, that doesn't go away. That does not go away. Uh, we so, are waiting. We want to see if we can catch Bobby Manning coming in off of his post game. He is, as we said, out in New York. Um, other leftovers for this game, uh, you know. Bobby's uh, on the, cloud nine. Right? Bobby's probably the only guy waiting for um, Evan Fournier from the Celtics that covered the Celtics say, tonight. To Fournier, <laughs> hey, here's actually a kind of a funny. You know, like the Knicks are still the Knicks. I guess um, during like, the you know game, they never traded you, right? I guess during the game, Julius Randle hit a big shot and then like jogging back did like the thumbs down to like the crowd, I guess. And somebody asked him after the game, what does the thumbs down mean? And he said, shut the F up. So he's oh, he did basically that. telling the crowd, yeah, telling he, Knicks fans who have stuck by these guys, you know. Yeah, it's weird. He to did, shut he the did F up. Like a, he did it like a week ago because they, they were quick to boo. And then it was right. like two two plays later. They start cheering. He's like, no, 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 screw that. I don't want you. I don't want you yeah. cheering. So, then, so even when the Knicks, thing. even when the Knicks have a good night, they can't. They can't even really have a like. The, you know, now it's going to be all about Julius Randle telling everyone to shut the f up. So that's kind of funny. If you're a Celtics yeah. fan, you can take a little bit of uh, comfort in knowing that not everything went right for the Knicks tonight. Well, uh, misery going to the, the only thing that mattered did go right. If you're going the to the game, you know what to do right. to Julius Randle when you see. Him. Well, that's the thing. Is now now like, what does Julius Julius Randle think is going to happen? When you do that, does he think Knicks fans are going to cheer him now, or does he think Knicks fans are going to do way worse than the thumbs down? Probably going to give him. Yeah. They're going to give him the a, a different digit. You can digit. blur that out, actually. At least, at least that's how that's how Boston rolls, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Middle fingers across the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> what Sherrod said, yeah, he'll get a different digit for sure. You don't want to lose read a between finger. The lines, read, like, read between the lines, Julie. Read between the lines. Exactly. Read between the lines. <laughs> so that's Julius. They say New Yorkers are worse. No. Evan Fournier, can we talk about him for a second? Sure. 
Can we not? Here's a guy. We should talk about him before Bobby comes on, so that way we can tell Bobby that we already talked about him and he's not allowed to talk, talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this about Evan Fournier. He can must we, can be. We, we make predictions. I want to predict that he's going to go with the whole, you know, something could use a guy like this right now. That's yeah, exactly. Well, look, but, it all comes back to the Fournier versus Smart argument. That was the money you had. You had a choice. Do you want an Evan Fournier type or a Marcus Smart type? Yeah, but you, this isn't Evan Fournier. This is Fournier vert. I hate the Celtics, okay? This isn't right. exactly Fournier like, on the rank. So like, if you're a Knicks fan, Evan Fournier who could he be is for you? definitely be for making you, you crazy. Because I'm pretty sure Evan Fournier put up a goose egg two nights ago. Two nights ago, the last been, game they played. He's been miserable. Zero he points benched. in like he 27 minutes. In the fourth quarters, he's been miserable yeah. over there. Now, Celtics fans have only seen him, you know, a few times since he left, and, and he looks like Michael Jordan out there. But <laughs> that's not the real Evan Fournier. So I'm, I'm still okay with letting that guy go. He's a streaky. He was extremely streaky with the Celtics when he was on the court. He had horrible nights, over nights, and he's doing it now in the Knicks. And then, yeah, he gets hot, and he has a freaking career high tonight, of course. Um, you know, 10 three-pointers. Um, but this is this is fool's gold as far as I'm concerned. Fournier. 36 fool, points in his last fool's four gold games. Fournier. Total. Total. For, 46? 36 points in his – no, 30. 36 oh, before in tonight. his last four games. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Wow. And, Total. And, and, I mean, there you go. How can you rely on a guy like that? I mean, he's hurting you way more than he's helping you if that's the, you know, if that's the streak and you're getting. So, yeah, tonight was one of those nights. I guess every time the Celtics play him, he's going to, you know – Turn into Michael, like I said, turn into Michael Jordan, and you know he circles it on his calendar. I don't know what I don't know what it is about the Celtics. It's not like they. I don't think they wronged him in any way. I don't think he has is like spiteful of the Celtics. I just think that you know for whatever reason he gets hot against the Celtics for the last few games. It is what it is. Um, but I, 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 I don't have any. Yeah, I don't have any. I want to reiterate. I don't have any regrets. I don't have any regrets that the Celtics didn't resign this guy. I think that would have been a bad signing, and I don't even think I, even though we did tonight, I think the Knicks would probably not rather not have him. Yep. So for the money that they're paying, absolutely, absolutely. They, I mean, and that's what it would have cost. I guess. Yeah, they're they're kicking themselves for not making a because what are the Knicks? Demar Derozan. Yeah, that's the guy that that really. Right? This Can you imagine be, that? A lot of teams, a lot of teams are kicking themselves for that for screwing that. With the season Randall's having too. Yeah. Demar Derozan is is like the dark horse MVP right now. You know, he's, 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 he's got that five spot. He's got that five spot. Every that fifth like candidate for league MVP is always a guy that's playing for one of the best teams who would never be an MVP any other year. Right, and he's that's him. Definitely, a, you know, he's he's a shoe in for the All Star team. Obviously, I mean, he's got the Bulls playing lights yeah. out right now, and. That was the guy, You're right? And you know what? You know what else? DeRozan probably is that presence that Ime's talking about. The guy that can take the reins and, and, like I said, you know, can can guide the team to victory, can calm the team down when it needs to be calmed down, can get them fired up when they need to be fired up. There isn't anybody like that on the Celtics, okay? Yeah. There just isn't. Al Horford isn't that guy. He's your veteran, but he's not that guy. And then you've got Marcus Smart, who can probably get the team fired up in ways, but he's certainly not going to you know, be the calming presence that you need in crunch time. There's just, they just doesn't exist on this team. And we're seeing it. We're seeing, that's why we're ta- calling this Groundhog Day. That's why they're losing consistently the way they are. And when you have a new coach and when you have, you know, all those things, it's almost like the blind leading the blind out there right now. 
that's why it feels hate, like yeah that's why i hate that comment so much from him you know it's like wait, i don't like it but i'm them? not even surprised to hear it yeah i, I mean it it does always it does fall on the players at the end of the day but the players aren't ready for that the players aren't ready for it to fall on them as as you know jimmy is if you had a mic kyle lowry here is your mic doing a little no. rubbing against your shirt here yeah, yeah, that's what's happening. Driving, no. Yeah, it's oh. a zipper. Yeah, a little zipper action. There yeah, we go. Zip, yeah, yeah, let's, let's go un- up, not down. We I don't want to unzip no. my shirt. Tight, like tight. a wire. We don't want that. Do like, you guys? Do you guys want me to repeat everything I just said? Because I will. No, we don't, Jimmy. We don't, <laughs> yeah, we missed all of it. Go, go <laughs> all the way back to the first com read and say everything you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then. So it's com.com slash card. But okay, can we talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. that? The 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 probably the best pass I've ever seen from Tatum at this the level. Jalen Brown. They looked at each oh, other. Oh, and Jalen went did... like that after. Yes, yes. You know, I joked about. You know what I said before the season started? Can Vibing. I get a handshake? Can I get a clap? Can I get a hey, buddy? Oh, I like yeah. you. Come here, give me a hug. We didn't get that, but this is the closest thing, right? And I love that moment for those guys. That's the closest. And we'll thing probably we'll never Tatum see it again. Wasn't invited to. We'll yeah, never well, see it again because they're gonna remember this. Did wonders. Tatum and Brown, they're actually embracing each other. Like, hey, man. Yeah, but Josue has a scoreboard at home logging these things over the years. How many times these guys interact? And it's like number one. It's like single digit. That's the first tally, everybody. He finally can use use it. He has this pristine chalk that's square (laughs) at both edges. It's it's, it's never been used. It's never been used. He has to take it out of the package finally. Perfect circles at the end. You know, it hasn't When I go to Getty Images for for my articles, it's still hard to find, man. It's still hard to find pictures. I have. Both at the same time. Jalen and Jason happy. And I'm like, nope, it doesn't, there's not there. You're just using the scene. I was like, um, Way back in the day, like Ben Charrington, this is going way back. There was like one picture of Ben Charrington before he was GMing. When I was <laughs> editing this, it, right? when I was editing this for NBC, I was using the same every article about. It. I was like, damn, yeah, I can't right. keep it. someone's gonna yell at me soon. I keep using the same picture. <laughs> what, what am I supposed to do? Like, like most of the pictures of them together, it's like four Celtics players. They're not like it's just not it's not just them yeah. two. <laughs> like it's like. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna throw this one up here. Gotta use um, a media day comment. This comment from Fuzzy. We keep coming back yeah, to it. Media. I'm going to say that I, uh, when the I Celtics got healthy again, the one thing I didn't want to see was an absolute shortening of the bench again to completely exclude them. And it happened right away. And you got back-to-back losses, and I'm not saying that's the reason why. You can't, we, you can't do this. You cannot freeze them out and not play them at all and expect anything from them at all. You're honestly better off cutting them or sending them to Maine. You cannot do this right now. I understand in the playoffs late in the year, you if you do not spend any time developing and trying to put them into positions to help you, you're dead. You you can't do it. You cannot do it. It's it's a flawed roster. Whatever skills that these guys bring to the table, you have to find a way to get the most out of them, to harness them, to develop them into something better. If all you're going to do is Three games from now, call on Romeo for six minutes in the second quarter, you're dead. It's just like, it doesn't, you have to commit to it. I can't believe they went I don't know. Romeo's a bad example. The guy's barely been available for the last two years. I understand. I mean, six minutes is what he would have averages 
Average anyway. This just portends to what you're saying. To, to, to but they don't have, even have the guys, John. It's a great have, thought. I know, but to have such a – it's not – we get – we're stuck in the same – Yeah, but all these guys played over 30, 30 minutes, well over 30 minutes. We're stuck in the same cycle here. They're not good because they're either not good, which is very possible, or they've never been developed properly to the point that you can actually make an honest assessment on what they can do. You can't keep jerking them around like this. You've got to commit to using them – in some capacity, which would mean four fewer minutes for this guy, three fewer for this, two minutes for that, and you've carved out 12 minutes for one guy or 14 minutes. You can't go to zero. You just can't do it. You can't have guys who are just out and and then expect anything from them down the road. It doesn't make sense to me. And so are you just saying that these guys are useless at this point? Like, No, I just think you fell in love with We're sitting here screaming about the players that they have on the floor – you either try the other options and put them in a positions to do things for you or literally just get rid of them. There's no point. There's no point. I just think it's because of the offense, John. I mean, that first half, I mean, they're shooting close to 60%. They're draining three-pointers. I just thought that, you know, maybe you definitely rode that starting five for too long, especially because you start the fourth quarter with those guys. But, like, I can see his rationale behind it. Now, the only difference is this is the second night of a back-to-back. I mean, obviously, these guys, I mean, outside of Al Horford, everyone played at least 35 minutes and up. So, I mean, it's not ideal, but I also think that he thought that these guys were going to shut the door on the Knicks in that fourth quarter, which obviously wasn't the case. And he didn't anticipate M. Fournier to freaking go nuts like that and look like Steph Curry. So, But he should have. He should have anticipated it. So there's no, there's no really good answer, John, because like you said, like if they're not good enough to play, then playing them, that's why the Celtics don't want to play them. But when they do play them, they're not good enough to play. So they don't get the experience, and when they don't have the experience, they can't get good enough to play. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think, that out. I think I just broke my brain, but that's uh, kind of what X equals. I'm, I'm just going to say it again. I if, if, if playing the veterans was allowing you to squeak oh, out the God. wins, okay, and, and, and put you in the fives hole, in the six hole, in the east, and it's like, well, the only way we can win games is to play these guys. You're freaking three games under 500. You're blowing games left and right, okay? It's what you're doing now isn't good enough with the best players. So why? Like, why? Why are we seeing it? Al Horford is cooked, man. You know, like, you know, try different styles of lineups. Try different things when you're fully healthy is the time to experiment with different rotations working in other people and mixing and matching those guys instead of just committing to these eight guys and then have friggin you know the closing lineup that you have here and nobody can make a shot like it doesn't make sense to me it doesn't make sense to me you you have to try different combinations to see if you can unlock different things the yeah. other stuff is bad you're you showing the lineup when you're on like a five game winning streak or something like that. I get what you're saying or you know towards the end of the season but we're nowhere near that and especially with this team and this roster I mean in the front court I'm, I'm with you I mean I would I wouldn't mind a little Hernan Gomez today you know or, or oh even, god I mean look just to eat up minutes I mean and that's cancer mute him <laughs> but the thing the, the thing that pisses me off even more about this performance from the Celtics is that man you had Randall was scoreless for so long and like yeah you got that cushion but you lost it, and then Randall started to wake up, and I just—it was like the I think recipe I figured it looked out. like a Celtics win, and and, and they, yeah. they just they just blew it in the end. But at the same time, it's like I like it. Ime was too afraid, man. Ime was too afraid to bring put in those guys. It's telling. It's how much he really trusts those guys. So this is backwards. I don't yeah, know if you guys read it. It says it's backwards. 
it says they suck. You got to write it backwards, man. You got to write it backwards. And then so they're benched, and then they're in. So then they have inexperience, and that's why they suck. But then they get benched. Did you guys see it? The circle of death. That that was my brain. There's like the that circle of life, but that's like the circle of basketball death. Circle you got of there, basketball yeah, the, death. <laughs> it's a circle of finding your way out of the league very quickly. <laughs> it's also what the G League was for, but I guess like the G League this year isn't used for that because everybody just Everyone, gets like all the best players in the G League are getting are getting yeah. those hardship call ups. Like you went into the G League, like you, you might be the only guy in the gym that night. Yeah, they're, you're gonna be a Milwaukee. You're gonna be a Milwaukee Buck tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, are they even playing games? I don't even know if they can field rosters right now. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. It's crazy is what it's it is. It's really bad. It's but, crazy is what it is. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know what I don't know. Your brain is definitely broken, Jimmy. Totally. It's totally. Is Bobby coming on? I was just checking. Uh, Bob, uh, <laughs> Tatum's, Tatum's, Tatum's doing the, uh, the one-hour wait for a post-game. Oh, after oh, L, you oh, know oh, him. Oh, 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 after oh. a loss on the road with the rest of his teammates on a bus. Waiting for the second bus. <laughs> they got nowhere to go. <laughs> I make him wait too. Shit. I just dropped yeah, 36. I mean, in an L though. Man. And <laughs> someone said Bobby's drinking. Tatum was good. Tatum had the drinking high that passing Kool-Aid. game. Uh oh, I'll be right back, guys. Bobby's drinking that coo 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 Kool Aid. Uh, what does he have? That light on the battery powered or something? Oh, first time maybe, he's got that Bro- maybe he's got that Brockton electricity going on. Maybe. Oh. Anywho, fellas, this is leading now. Joseph <laughs> Cavone, guys. Here we go. It's the fourth quarter of the uh, of the post game show. We're about to wrap things up. Yeah, it's the uh, fourth quarter going down the stretch. It's a close game, and Derek. Dare, dare I ask hard. what? What do we expect for Saturday night? Like, dare I ask that? Because who the heck knows? Like, what do you like? How Better. do you even go back? How do you bounce back from a game like this and, and and not think until the very last minute that this team still might lose? Like, we've seen it all. We've seen every single way this team could drop drop a game. That's it. What you just asked? Okay, you go, Sharon. You go. No, I was just gonna say real quick, Jimmy, that fans should expect the same crap that we've seen for the last couple games be in position to put a team away and then it's gonna somehow in desperate need of the basketball Heimlich maneuver because they will choke the game away if someone doesn't come to the rescue uh and Tatum did you know damn near all he could to do that tonight came up short but if they start believing what the fans believe that's when they're in trouble because they need to stay they need to believe that this is just this is just basketball. This is just part of the season. This is part of our journey. They have to keep that faith. We don't. We don't because we literally have no control over this right. stuff. Yeah. But see, what worries me is you can say that word, sure. Uh, what worries me is that they're gonna get they're gonna get in that space again where the the Knicks go off on a huge run and then all of a sudden they're they're you know defeated. They're demoralized and then you know you have to go to guys like Romeo and Neesmith or someone off the bench to come. And try to save the day like that's what worries me like i think i feel like this team's morale is like one like 20 point deficit away from completely being like all right we lost this game guys like you know and, and they're they're at such a a better spot than they were a month ago you know it's just to keep losing these okay. games like in ridiculously different ways you guys kind of took what I, you guys i agree with you guys you guys said what i was going to say it was like for us you know who the hell knows what we can expect what i'm worried about is that the celtics 
are going to expect what fans are going to expect, which is, a, you know, a collapse. Yeah. The one thing you don't want to have, and Sherrod, you've probably been around a lot of these teams, is a team that grows, like, accustomed to losing or, like, it's almost, like, ingrained yeah. in their DNA, right? And, uh, and like, it's, it's been the opposite with Celtics teams in the past. Like, you, you, you've had, like, pretty – like, prior to the Kyrie and Isaiah years, you, you kind of had some bad teams that they didn't think that they were bad. They actually thought they were better than they were, and they played some – pretty entertaining seasons, relatively speaking, and made it enjoyable to watch, even though you didn't have high expectations. This team, it almost feels like the opposite, where it's like they almost feel, and I'm not trying to speak, it, it almost feels like they expect to lose or they, they're waiting to blow the right. game. And, like, when you start to feel that way, then you start to lose 25-point leads and you and you lose down late in the game because you're, you're beating yourself. You know, it, it's, it's like a self-fulfilled prophecy almost, if that's – how you're yeah. approaching these games. And that's why I like it when Ime says like, oh, we're mentally weak. It's like, dude, that's where you're supposed to come in, man. Like, yeah, that's like the last coach, thing you want coaching isn't just 48 minutes. Yeah. Okay. It, it's, it's way more than that. And like, I'm sure he knows that, but it's like, when you say that about your own team, like, what are you doing to prevent that from being the case? That stuff needs to be taught outside of the game to get you ready for the game. You don't, you don't teach mental toughness during the game. I mean, that, 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 that's already in you before the game starts. So what are you doing in between games to get your guys ready, to get them prepared? Preparation is a big part of, of success. Um, can I um, – I'm just reading an email quote here, uh, talking about what we were talking about with oh, Smart boy. Schroeder on the court. What else did he say, um, John? Damn it. He was just asked outright. This is a little bit he of a word salad. This is a little word salad answer, so you tell me if, if this makes sense. It's a lot of basketball <laughs> words. Um, oh, but like, um, so the question was just outright, why'd you have smart and Schroeder out there? You know, um, you know, while what with Tatum is the primary ball that handler, sounds like a corral question, but go ahead. Yeah, it is, which is what I was screaming about earlier. It's like Tatum's handling the ball. So you don't have your, you, you have your best shooter with the ball trying to set up non-shooters. It's counterintuitive. I think half the world realized it, but he didn't. So, you know, we're watching this late. That's why I started the show screaming about this. Um, so he's asked about it. And he goes, yeah, the set, the set we were really running tonight, we have several different options out of where Jason handles and we slip out and play on the second side. If we don't have anything with the guy in the corner, which was JB or Dennis, we go back to get JT into another step up. So Marcus hit some big shots there, but it's really the play design to not just go isolation with Jason, have several options out of it and cause some confusion. You definitely confused. They looked confused. Um, <laughs> Mission accomplished. You did it, which yeah, we yeah, did, yeah. which we oh, did. And we, no, oh, this shit. is the e May's e best version of himself is this next quote. Okay. Which we did. And we got some, what, what did we get guys? We got some good shots mm, out got? of it. No, uh, I thought you were going to say best version uh, of themselves. No, that's e May's e May's best version <laughs> yeah. of himself is we got some good looks that's, out there. Uh, I think it works well, that specific play. So it's a different thing going away from isolation as much as letting other guys be playmakers on the second side of the ball. We've got to hit, we've got to it a few times and then Marcus hit a few and missed a few at the end. But across the board, I think we haven't had the best shooting year. So regardless of who we have handling out there, it's not always going to be the best shooters on the floor, especially when we have some defensive lineups as well. So basically, oh, my, that, my, stakeholders, my stakeholders, we're having a bad quarter, stakeholders. This yeah, is not going to be a profitable <laughs> year, quarter for us. Yeah, I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah. So, sorry. so it's basically like we did it, and it was bad, but it could have been good. 
but that's what happens because we're bad. You know, like, like yeah, it's like the first week of the regular season when he was like, "Look, we shot really poorly, but I'm sure we're, we're never gonna shoot this way for the rest of the season." I'm like, "Have you seen your roster, man? Like, are you sure about that? Like, this yeah. is check out the you know, average. It's one of the better better showings from from outside, you know, at least oh. the first three quarters." That was a bad one. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. what he's There's saying is... There's been a lot is, of interesting quotes. What he's saying is, he... I, I, Tatum's the best player. I don't have a true point guard. I want him to have the ball in his hands. He is making the right plays for us. He is doing some of the things I'm asking him to. But unfortunately, when we do swing the ball and get into an open guy, it happens to be a guy who sucks at shooting. But I have that guy on the court because he's good at defense also. And I don't really have any good shooters. Good night. You know, like that's the <laughs> thing. Out. Thank you. Good night. And he's kind of right and kind of wrong, which is like, like the Paul Pierce. It's like the Paul Pierce quote. What do you want me to pass it to? Yuri Welsh? Like, don't right, but don't <laughs> run. Don't run an offense. With, but the Yuri point Welsh. is, if you know you have a lineup out there that's going to give you stops. And that's one of the reasons those guys are on the floor. Then don't run an offense where Tatum is bringing up the ball and the primary handler. And you have non-shooters everywhere on the floor. When you've got Smart and Rob and Schroeder and Tatum's handling the ball, where are you going with it? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. So don't run that lineup if that's the case. Or don't run, don't have that lineup out there with Tatum as the primary ball handler. It seems obvious, right? Well, it becomes a lot. They become a lot easier to defend because you know if you do a good job on Tatum, he's going to give it up because he's in that mindset now. Yeah. And if he gives it up, you're okay with that. You are very okay with that. And Tatum, yeah. you know, we talked about his scoring, but dude had nine dimes and only two turnovers, which is fine. Yeah. yeah, he had a great game, but right out the gate at that point good. in the game. But at that point in the game in the fourth, you really need to find as many ways as you can to get him the ball where he's looking to attack, not facilitate. He needs to be in attack mode in the fourth quarter. And yeah, it's hard to so do that when you're thing. when you're in a position to be a facilitator. It seemed like he was trying to set up Tatum, but he's like, no, we didn't, that's not what we were trying to do. It's like, well, that seems like the approach when you when you don't have guys that you can constantly rely on to, to knock down threes, you know? Well if I have J- if I have Jason in facilitating mode, I I'm I need to get the ball to Jalen. I mean yeah. If we're going to play that game... That's what I mean. The first look has to be then, the Brown. Right. He, he needs to be option A. Oh, everything is C. wrong with it. He's the yeah. primary ball handler in his first look. It's exactly that. The first thing he should be looking to is get the ball into Jason's hands and then to move somewhere and go. And the way, that, and the, way yeah. the Knicks were playing Tatum it was just perfect because they would simply blitz JT. He yep. would swing it to Smart, and they would be slow as hell rotating yep. back because they want him to shoot. Yep. And if he makes a couple, they'll live with that because they know he's going to keep shooting. And they know the law of averages tells you the more he shoots, the more he's going to start missing. So He'll start going down, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, well, you're playing into the yeah you're playing into the hands of Tom Thibodeau when you have Jason as your primary facilitator oh. and up top with JT is smart and not Brown. <sighs> so it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. <sighs> we need – Tatum, Tatum's already, I think Tatum's done talking or he's at the Bob, Bobby's running in here. If anybody's past their bedtime and wants to bail, that's fine. I'm going to hang out and let Bobby come in and, and say his piece here as well. Um, so anybody on the show wants to peace out, that's totally fine. Oh, you no. Still got, 
What you going to do a Bobby exclusive right now? What's going on? Yeah, what you got? Like one I said, on I'll filibuster yeah. until Bobby gets here. I don't mind. We got to still. <laughs> we, oh, he's we not on deck yet. I thought he was waiting to come in. Oh, jeez. No, he's he's uh he's <laughs> he's, he's sprinting uh, through the halls of Madison Square Garden right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just picturing like a massive backpack, like just like bombing down the halls, like. And if you guys think trying to get to like the, so, but the, but let me get MSG back. Wi-Fi. Let me get back oh, yeah? to not not to keep beating on that, but it. This is also should go without saying, correct? The only reason to have Tatum as your primary ball handler is because why? It's because you because you don't have a true point guard. So why yeah, do we have to keep yeah. going through this charade, debating with people on Twitter about whether or not Marcus Smart is a good is the right point guard for this team? If he was, there's no question who's hand. If you have the point guard who gets the ball to the people in the places they need them. Then why? Then then Jason 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 Tatum would not be bringing the ball up in the fourth quarter, right? Right. That stands yeah. to reason. It's pre- it's pretty it's yeah. pretty clear. So again, why when we when we make these points, I don't know why it gets argued. Um, let's bring in let's bring in our man, the real Bobby. Bob Manning. Oh, we made it. I'm glad the show's still rolling here. Bobby, I was waiting for you. No, the fans were waiting for you. I can't tell you how many people here refused to log off until yeah. until Bobby Manning joined the show. Bobby's it like, y'all still talking? It is booming in this room. I'm loving it. This yeah. is it. This, this is, is like our Oklahoma there. City last year. This is this is like yeah. the rock bottom where we all just come to grips with what's going on here. <laughs> I see most people are looking at the coach. And it's fair. I think tonight, it's fair to- tonight that's where we started. Yep. I, th- I think it's valid to criticize them for the game plans, the play calls, the results on the floor that aren't changing. I mean, these are coaching things here. But when it comes to the post-game comments, give me a break. Are yes. you kidding me? <laughs> Yo, tell him, Bobby. Tell him. I am just in awe that this audience, and I'm gl- grouping everybody together generally. I'm going to do that. They wanted Brad throwing chairs, screaming, calling guys out. <laughs> ripping guys off the floor and you have the like probably most semblance of that among coaches today and you're mad that he's calling out the team well are fans mad they they, they call out the team good See night you, bobby. bobby manning everybody <laughs> wow hey thanks for coming he out he got his point out. He's got his point out. Now get him he back in. Get him point. back in. I told <laughs> you, man. Wi Fi is rough over there. But go ahead. Did that? Uh, did that come through loud and clear? You you literally <laughs> came out You finished and and, and and figuratively dropped your mic, and it was perfect. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm gonna uh, yeah, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. No, you're not done. No, I just I'm in awe that the coach is the first thing that comes up here. I mean, but we for, seeing... Bobby, that wasn't that Thank wasn't you. it for us. For us, right. it was it was the playing. The reason we got on him was the playing Schroeder and Smart together with Tatum as a primary ball handler. In, you know, uh, consistently playing lineups that either have double bigs or double point guards who can't shoot, uh, and especially late when Tatum is the primary ball handler and he's swinging the ball to. Uh, to Schroeder and to Smart, Smart takes six threes in the third quarter. That's not the offense you want. In the so that's what we were putting on Ime. Well, here here's the question. And tonight. and 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 Jalen not getting the ball in the entire fourth quarter. But yeah, he he got away from the ball for I thought the last three quarters there. Once Tatum Completely. started taking over, yeah, yeah, that's definitely an issue that we continue to see here. The connectivity between those two, I think it's disappeared again the last week or two here. You're not seeing the activeness between them. We didn't see the 
revelation from last game that we should play through the bigs, right? There was none of that. Zero. Tatum did a good job. It's it's insane. Tatum did a good job. I felt like he got the ball moving, got off the ball. There were some sets early in the fourth where you saw hope. Him going to the right corner to Horford, bouncing, repositioning himself in the right corner to his right and getting a three by, you know, just playing off Horford there, a little two-man game. I think he got a huge three for Smart playing a little two-man game with him there too. And what does he finish with? Nine assists? So Tatum did his job. Tatum was great. It's just... With all these good games, Tatum doing what he needs to do here. Jalen's awesome start. Schroeder playing good for large stretches of this until the fourth there. And really just becoming largely uninvolved was the problem with him. And then, you know, Rob having a huge – well, how many blocks did he finish with? He was pushing a triple-double with blocks. So just all these different efforts. You look at this game, it's like Like they're winning this. They're winning this. That's what I thought. All these individual efforts coming together. And it just doesn't connect again. This team just isn't gonna work. I don't care about the coaching. I don't get. You can nitpick it all you want. This roster isn't gonna work. The shooting's not there. The playmaking's not there consistently from everybody across the board. I think you have to make a move. I don't know if it's sell or if it's you try to add to this, but you have to make a move now. You have to choose a direction by the deadline. And if it's selling, I'm for it. Selectively sell here. Break this down. And go into the lottery because this team isn't going anywhere. Whoa! Wow! Hold on, hold on, hold on, though. Hold on, Bobby. Let me get this question. That's it. Time of death. Game, game thirty-nine of the season. You lost, Bobby Manning, guys. Congratulations. Uh, You lost the real one. You really did now, Celtics. You really did. Let me ask you something, Bobby, and then everyone else can answer the same question. Um, (laughs) Off of of the comments from Brad Stevens of ninety-eight-five, the Sports Hub. Are you shocked that Ime went out there and, and, and played uh, – he, he played nine guys as if it was a playoff Joe Sway, illuminate us. What were the comments? So, Brad – I was going to say, so Brad Stevens talked about pretty much saying, look, uh, trading is, is, is still obviously an option, but before we do that, let's try to mix things up. Let's try to do a different combination. And then Ime goes out and does the exact opposite eight, ten that's, hours later. That's what I was saying. Evening. Okay. Yeah. Bobby, how, how telling is that? Like, do you think it's two sides here? Do you think – you know, at the end of the day, is Emace sort of knows that Brad's trying to put together a deal or is this Emace just doing things his way? Like, how do you see it? I think Eme knows what he has. I I just deep so down. He's giving up on they, his bench. He's saying like, this ain't it. Like, I don't like, I don't think the guys are there. You see Romeo against the Spurs. They give him upwards of twenty minutes there and he does nothing. Richardson's a guy I look at and say you could mix him in there, secondary playmaker. Maybe he's but, better in that spot than Schroeder, but then you're benching Schroeder in that spot. But what about different like combos? That's the point that's what I think we're getting right, at. Which here. is exactly what Brad talked about. And which he is goes what out I, and does this. Why I mentioned the, maybe starting Grant and not the double big, but he can't he can't do it. When the five guys are healthy, he has to start them. Like, and he has to close with the two-guard lineup. He can't get away from it. He does it win or lose. Imagine if you went to the kitchen every night to make dinner and, fi- and you made the same meal every night and 50% of the time you threw up. Would you keep making that dinner every night? <laughs> Like it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, like it, 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 you have to. If you're time. a bad cook, if you're a bad cook, and it's all you know, yeah, you might, you might. Just that, that's, that's, it's not worth it, Jimmy. It's, just it's not mac worth. and cheese again, folks. So, Bobby, that's what I mean. It's like before you break out, it down, you gotta try. 
you keep trying the same thing 40 games in and it doesn't work. You got to try something different, right? When you have everybody healthy, you now have to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, you do. Ultimately, though, you're looking at those lineups, double big, the way it's looked since December, you're talking minus 22 there. <laughs> I think. The best analogy of the year. <laughs> Grant and Rob, though, at the same time. It's pretty good, to be honest. Still a losing combination for them. I mean, I think no matter what you're looking at here in these fourth quarters, it comes down to your best players and them being able to figure out in those spots. And time in, time out, they don't. You don't think Emei's calling plays in these spots? Like, I just, I just don't believe that he is just saying, guys, go figure it out. I'm not giving you any help here, and I'm just going to call you out in the post-game press conference unfairly. They're breaking down. They're spiraling. How many times have we said this? He's saying what we say, and we don't like it. <laughs> and listen, who's going to solve things off this bench? Richardson? Like, he, he could help. Grant could help. But these guys aren't solving their deep core issues here. The playmaking, they don't have a go-to guy in that spot, a guy to calm things down. I thought Ime said that perfectly. How many times have I said that this year? And Ime just repeated the exact same thing. We don't have a guy to slow things down, make the game easier, and stop the spiraling. Yeah, we see they that call last timeouts. Night, right, yes, they call timeouts. They do all these different things. They call in the starters early in the fourth. I thought they put five of your best players out there, especially defensively when the Knicks were running you off the floor. And they just couldn't get it done. And I don't think I, – I, I just don't know. you got to shake up the mix at this point. Like, I don't think there's any adjustments you can make. I don't think there's anything Ime can say. I don't think Ime taking a softer stance and going easier on them is the answer either here. He, he kind of just sounds exasperated to me. I think he's used all his bullets with this team to some degree in terms of stuff he says, stuff he emphasizes. And even pregame tonight – he basically said, I know you saw the quote, John, it's Groundhog Day. I'm saying the same stuff to these guys every day, and I keep got to reminding them. Do but you then think he, he just... goes out and he does the same stuff. Well, yeah, exactly. Right. And that's, and that's and my that, issue. And that's it's where the criticism the player... comes in. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, Bad example. yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're basically pissed at them for doing the same thing while you are doing the same thing, too. You're not empowering that's... anybody else in that life. You have to be. He has to be the change that he wants to see. He has to make change. Oh, if he doesn't shake well. things up, why the hell do you expect your players to do anything different if you're not doing anything different? That's true. Be it's the change you want to see right. in the world. That's right. It's Bobby, last question exactly. for me. Um, Evan Fournier, career night. <laughs> Depression. Com.com slash card. Joe Sweat, you had to do that. You what do you did. think, Bobby? Damn it, what's your take on the Fournier thing? Do you look at him today and be like, man, what He's trolling. Been? That guy was still a boss. We're bringing back the Fournier for the Fournier TPE trade rumor. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not possible, but... <laughs> we just wanted if to you go it. back in time, if, if, if Doc Brown came with the DeLorean and was like, Bobby, get in. We're going to save this team. What are you doing? You bringing Evan back or what? I, I said all along they needed to bring him back. Knew it. Knew it, knew the, it. Co the, the cost I was high. I kind of feel that you didn't, but that's okay. This is a that's guy okay. who, who twice in a Celtics uniform shot 7 of 11 from 3 for you. <laughs> he's a 40% he's a three-point shooter. <laughs> Two, Two, times. Celtics, Two whole times. Against Here comes a little Celtics. sample size Bobby again. He, he's, when it comes to arguments, you have that the worst. $20 million. You don't comprehend sample size, Bobby. I don't know if you comprehend sample size when you say that. I'm just saying, things. we're all going to sit here right now and say, we need shooting. What moves are we going to make to get shooting? And you had the guy. He's inconsistent. You had him twice. The price, the price tag was high. 
But what else are you going to do? You pay for shooting in this league. It's, it doesn't just magically appear and, you know, come for the low unless you I get lucky. I kind of feel you didn't want to pay him what he got paid, Bobby, but that's okay. You didn't. You didn't. And you were right to not want to. Bobby, two, na- two games ago, he was, he was a goose egg. He didn't score a single point in 20-plus minutes, whatever it was. Shirai just told me that prior to tonight, he had 36 points in the last four games combined. He's hurting the Knicks. You know that they've been benching him in games. DNPs on the fourth quarter, him and Kemba. So you can't sit there just because he had a career night. And I freaking joked about it before the game, and it, and it basically came true that he was going to go would off it, for 50, and then we're going to hear talking about 48 for 45 minutes. But at the end of the day, you can't say that he's helping the Knicks more than he's hurting the Knicks. And he, well, and he had a couple of a really different good games situation. in Boston. He had a couple of really good games in Boston. Yeah, that's true. But he, he also had a couple of games where he did not make Over. a single damn shot and did not score a single point. Right. Yeah. We're not saying he's I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but if you are a, a shooter, there is no way in hell you should go an entire game without making a single shot. The only she reason I paused and, and John sensed it is because of the cap situation you're in, and I understand the tax implications right. there. Twenty million is a massive price yeah. beyond twenty million. Yeah. Nothing matters more to us and to fans than Wick not paying taxes. And Wick's tax, well, that's yeah. well, that's where I look at it and I say I don't really care. Everyone's <laughs> getting there. Everyone's getting their uh, taxes in the next couple in the next couple of weeks here. And Wick's gonna have to get that's what I'm in that's this right. game for. That's what I got into this business yeah. for. No, but let's, be, let's be fair. You came away with a TPE that is probably too oh, late God. to take advantage of now. Like, how, how are you going to swing a move here with a TP that really moves the needle at this point when you could have started from day one in training camp with your shooter at the wing, your three wings on the perimeter, and two bigs? Now, it's a very expensive team when you look at Fournier, Horford. Like Even if you bring in Richardson, like, are you paying that much for a team that still isn't a contender? That still doesn't that's, have a distributor? That That's where I get passing on it. But, man, you looked at it and said, we have this shooter, and we're just going to let him go. And now you have no shooting. So it's hard for me to look at it and say, great that they And you him. went out and traded for not shooting, you know, and then you went out and signed not shooting. So, right. like, you know, that's the thing is, like, fine. You know, Remember, look, this is a top 10 Josh, offensive team last year. Josh Richardson is a professional basketball player. He's a good, he's a good basketball player. He's not great, but he was basically there for anyone who wanted to take his contract. And there's a reason behind it because in today's NBA, it's not the type of player that's going to help move the needle for you on a team desperate for shooting for your two big uh, off season acquisitions to come in three, three players. You came in who are core rotational guys to be Schroeder, Richardson and Horford. And then to, to watch the, one of the few shooters you had walk out the door, what did you think was going to happen? Again, this is why Jimmy and I in our preseason predictions predicted worse than last year. There's You lost – yes, Kemba and Fournier are flawed players, but you lost what little shooting you had. Um, mm-hmm. And why were they a top-10 offense? Because they had a little bit more shooting, and they had guys who could fill it up when they were healthy, and they got ravaged right. by injuries. That and was COVID. the problem. They have no – they've got nothing – They've nothing. I I say I say the words. They need they need a, they need more shooters on the floor. And as soon as I'm done saying it, I'm like, who? I you know I get it. Right. Who? You know? Yeah. It's a, it's an and that's impossible situation. Looking around with the, the Knicks, with the Knicks, Thibodeau's freaking out because he's not getting the defense he wants out of those guys, and he's benching them because he's choosing defense. But he knows if he wants offense. 
you have Kemba and Fournier, which provides some offense, you know, that they have roles. They can do that. Like, the yeah, and you look don't at the, have you, it. You look at the tone setters on the Knicks, Randall and Barrett, were just horrific, I thought, in this game. Randall got a little aggressive in the third and picked it up, but he was empty in the first half. That's what Fournier is playing off there. In Boston, it's Tatum and Brown and the pressure they're taking and wide open shots essentially for him. So it's a different situation. It wasn't just going to play out the exact same way that it is here in New York if he comes back to Boston. So I don't think you can look at that and say it's the same thing. At the same time, I do think you're looking ahead now and you're the, the moves you're going to have to make now would have still been necessary even if you kept Fournier. Like Fournier wasn't saving the season, right? The issues that they're going through right now – still right. would have been present. It's a matter of needs. What needs do you have that in, and when, and then the, and then the value over replacement, you know, like where, where are you going to go to for those needs and how much worse are they than what you let walk out the door? So yes, Fournier is not the answer, but when you go from Fournier to Romeo, you know, and ask for offense, you've got problems there. You know, like you're giving up a ton. And as good as Romeo is on defense, he's a zero on offense right now. So you're not going to give him the minutes. Richardson's been nice in spots, you know, uh, but it's you've got big, big drops there in terms of what you're expecting those players to do. And let's just can we all agree? He's a really good player. He's an NBA Oof. starter, Fournier. Oof. He's a he's a really good shooter. Well, he's having a rough year, though. No, for me, he dog. Can, he can he can do all these things. He's always he's been a good player. That's it. Thanks, he's Jimmy. Been a good Thank player. You. I dropped that, the that's my analysis. Not no, the best color. Been, he's yeah. just been a good, like John says, he's fine. Like he's just one of those guys. He's not going to be an all star. He might help your team out, but he also might hurt your team. Bobby, you can say that. Oh, he went seven of eleven twice last year. Well, he also went over a couple of times. Like he's somewhere in between those two things, and you just don't know what you're gonna get on him any given night. So he's hard to rely on. He doesn't. Yeah, he's a sh- he shoots. He he can shoot. Yes, but don't forget the Celtics probably thought that they could get some shooting from Neesmith, you know, from Schroeder, from Pritchard. I never guys did. that they're not getting. Guys that they're not getting shoot. I mean, yeah, shooting from and, and like from the from the deeper side of the bench. Horford. So they're not getting yeah. any of that at all. They're not getting, not getting anything. Yeah. Right so oh, that's, that's, the, you know. that's the problem. It's, it's not that they're, they're getting less shooting. They're getting no shooting right now. When you lost and, last and night, a, you lost because you didn't have any help at all from anybody on the bench. Yeah. We talked about it last night. Same thing tonight. You didn't get really any help at all from the bench. Nothing from Grant offensively. You know, obviously, Romeo, Neesmith, Pritchard, those guys aren't helping you at all right now. So, so you're just not what, getting anything. Sure, Sherrod, fix it. What, what what's the first what, thing you do? What do they do? Yes, yeah. that's a At huge this question point, tonight. Well, the very first thing I do is shake up the damn starting lineup. Yes, I, that's the first thing I would. How do easy me, is that? That it, well, one that's first and foremost that it's easy. Number two, like, it actually ha- except for too. It has the appearance that you're actually trying to to win and shake things up in a way that gives you a better chance of winning. And when you look at your starting five, you got to ask yourself, who's the one guy in our starting five who's probably struggling the most that maybe we could scale back a little bit his role? And I think it's obvious. It's Al Horford. Our pal Al. Yep. And I love Al. Mm -hmm. Love Al. But Al's not getting it done right now. I think you need to have him take a step back, give Josh Richardson or give Grant Williams a chance to be in that starting lineup and see what that looks like. See how it, see if there, if you can get maybe a little bit more out of Al coming off the bench versus starting. See if Grant Williams can rekindle what we saw that 50 40 90 guy we saw the first 
month or so of the season, if he can do that in a much more limited capacity with that starting five. And maybe, you know, Jason Tatum can continue to play well with Jalen and figure out a way where those two can be more on the page for longer stretches than just, you know, one really great pass where Jalen's doing this afterwards. We need more than that. We need more. So that would be my first thing. And this, and then go from there. I mean, I, and to me, you do that sooner than later so that you can get a look at that before the trade deadline. Right. And, and that will determine whether you need to make a move or not. That's what I would say is I think the easy thing to do is what's happening right now is you get your, you get your players back. Everyone's off COVID. Everyone's done with their injuries. And you're like, oh, great. Oh, goody. I get to play the rotations that I intended. And I think the exact opposite should happen. You should say, oh, good. Now I've got options. I can mix things up. And that's what you should be doing right out of the gate. Right? A diff- different starting lineup, different rotations, different combinations. See what works with what. See which players. Like, did you know, you know, like, Smart and Rob would have chemistry until you started playing Smart and Rob together? You know, like, no. Like, yeah. did you know they'd be two of the to- <clears throat> among the yeah. top two net rating duos in the league until you started giving them minutes together you didn't you had to see it you got to see uh, Tatum and Rob last year that was another huge one right Bobby like, yep. you didn't know what Rob was doing to unlock Tatum you know for whatever reasons but the numbers were there you might be able to do th- to unlock different things like right. Williams is a great example because he helps you in so many different ways you can't always see it so you got to try to mix it up, but it's the double big double point guard, terrible shooting lineups are freaking killers and they're causing them to go cold for so long that they can't recover from it. Uh, it, It's, it's just killing them, killing them. And that's why I was was so surprised to see the substitutions from Ime because of, again, what Brad Stevens said, you know, you, you assume that that's a conversation he had with Ime or something that they're on the same page about like, Hey, listen, before, or as I start to call different teams and see, you know, See what's going on. How about we mix things up? Let's find out what we have, what 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 worked that we haven't even tried yet. And that's not what we saw. You know, we, we saw a nine-man rotation with guys with all familiar faces. So I was yeah. I was really surprised by that. And, and I'm wondering if if uh if that means that you know the writing's on the wall and you know there's a trade out there. Well, how big of a trade? How, what, what are we talking here? Because I, I'd be shocked if Brad doesn't do anything between now and the trade deadline. I don't I don't think they've got the guts to to break this up in a in a meaningful way. Really shake up means trading Jalen Brown and nobody's do it. nobody's got the guts no, to do that right now. Doing yeah. nothing's so, a decision too though. And if you let this continue on, you waste more time and things continue to get It continues to, to be a decision, but That's most a- most most people do that. They 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 get paralyzed because the right thing doesn't come along and then decisions get made for them. Yeah, but they didn't do that when they were a top five team though, John. No, like, it's just different. I believe this franchise, this organization has the mentality of the, team they, thought they, of the team they thought they were a few years ago because of the belief and the currency that they have in the two J's and a young core, which is that's all you need. These two stars at the most valuable position, you know, who wouldn't want to be us? The reality is everything right. else is bad around it right now. So you're you're in a tough spot. It is a bit of a chaotic situation, though, almost like a panic situation right now, though, the way they're spiraling. Like, it never got this bad last year. There were some low points last year. But to have this streak of games right here where you blow games in this fashion, uh, the total of games that they've capsized in in this regard, I think I, I saw a crazy stat on ESPN, like something like six uh, six times or something they've collapsed down 15 this year. 
it's uh it's getting pretty I don't want to say desperate, but it does get to a point where you have to make a decision here in the weeks to come. There's still a fairly manageable schedule ahead, but that's what we said coming into this week. And you're almost 0 for 3 if you didn't save yourself against the Magic there. And think of what we'd be saying yeah, if you had geez. that loss under your, under your belt too here. I don't know. They they feel broken to me. And, and I don't think it's something that rotation changes, adjustments, that sort of thing can fix. I think it's going to take a huge statement mid-season here to really wake them up and I don't know exactly what it is but something's gonna have to happen I mean this is I think Brad has to look at this and say I gotta do something here I I don't think this is something Ime can fix right now it's I truly believe it's what Ime is saying it's it's like a fortitude um, decision making uh, leadership issue right now on this team none of those three things are present here and it's been so obvious if you've been watching this team for so long right now that's just where i'm at yeah like i like i said if you've if you've broken if you've broken bobby guys you've really done it um yeah that's I don't when see you know any, games in what have they accomplished 39 games jimmy zero bobby Bobby, if you're preaching you the choir, bud. Yeah, I, mean, well, I feel like uh, I feel welcome like to the resistance, my man. Like we, we created this, Bobby. We, we, we live just, here. We just You're pulled just the visiting. plug. We just pulled the plug out of Neo's head, and he's seeing the real world for the first time. Like, you know, right? Exactly. Like, yes, Bobby. Welcome to the land of the real, Bobby. Like, yeah, Bobby, this is what's happening. Seat. We I'm were going. born in the darkness, Bobby. You just adapted <laughs> to it. I was molded by it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm about to plug the mic in right now. Let me get the voice right now. I was born in it, molded yeah. by it. Remember when my mic was it. making that? It sounded like I sounded like him. That's too funny. Seriously, oh this God. is gonna be it, man. Yeah. Where I don't are you? Know, jump- people in the comment I section think- saying this is this isn't the best therapy session, but I'm, I, I think we're out there. Where? Why, know where, why we're didn't I take the blue pill? Uh, I said I it yesterday. I know we're coming up against it here. I do want to hear John, Jimmy, and uh, Joe Sway your solutions. What are you doing this week, this month? Like, I, what, what's the next? I've step? been saying it. It's a mix. I'm with Sherrod. I said I've been saying it forever. Try different combos. Mix it up. Stop banging your head. It's that I hate using this such a tired, you know, uh, cliche. And people use it all the time, thinking they're the first person to ever say this. But the definition of insanity, you know, just doing things you over and over again. It, like, yeah. And again, it's a way overused, you know, thing. But it, it it it's making me insane watching someone do the same thing over and over again. I'm going crazy. Try. So, I'm going back to last year with this, Bobby. Try something different. You know, try it. What are double you afraid big. of? Get, oh, yeah. get the double big thing. Oh my goodness, we're this still. This is the to do it. We're and this 35 is all... games into last year, arguing whether Tristan Thompson should be playing 30 minutes and Rob 15. Like <laughs> and now what that the numbers, is going on? And now that the numbers are bad, it's yeah. There's no. It's like Brad. He was fighting against numbers all last year. All at least of it. May, at least he may had some good numbers to go off early. What are you doing, Jimmy? Well, I think John asked a, last a couple of shows ago. I think Sherrod said he would flip the starting lineup and play Grant. I picked Richardson. So again, is that going to turn this team I do into like you know a number one seed? Probably not, but it's a start. And then you can kind of work with that and see, you know, play combinations from there. It's a minor tweak. I mean, again, like you guys have all said, and the only way to really shake things up is to trade Jalen Brown. And he's, you know, not the – I wouldn't say Jalen Brown's the problem. 
Certainly. That's not happening mid season. No, exactly. It's not yeah, going to happen no mid season. So, like, again, so is this just a lost season? I mean, it's honestly starting to look that way <laughs> uh, because, you know, this is your team. You might make a couple minor tweaks unless you bring in a legitimate point guard, a, a, a guy that can distribute the ball. And really, if you really think you can make a run for something this season, that's the piece that you're missing, in my opinion, is a guy that can really get the Jays you know, in position where they need to be. A guy like Emay said, they can kind of calm, you know, a calming president can direct traffic out there. Can be I, the saw guy this name earlier. I saw this name earlier. In fact, I just saw it again in the chat, uh, Sherrod. I don't know if you know, like, where, where, where he's at right now is uh, Goran Dragic. He's on an expiring I saw deal. that earlier today, too. I didn't even think of him because he just stopped playing for the Raptors and he went down to yeah, Miami they, and started working out. They, well, at, at one point he was having some, I, I guess, some family issues that he was dealing with. Uh, and so there's a lot of questions about just whether he's still committed to playing in the NBA. Yeah, um, yeah. But that's somebody that you, I mean, if it wouldn't be a bad idea to kick the tires around and see if he'd be interested. He in killed in. you in that 2020 East Finals. He was so I just don't good. know how much he's, I just don't know how much he's got left in the tank. I know. That bubble Dragic was a while ago. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it, but it was. You're paying for past performance. That's not going to help right. you. Yeah. He's right. very expensive right. too. I think he's making like yeah. 19 million. No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. You'll you'll get We're a good. game every once in a while where you're like, oh, that was okay, but you're not. It's more more often than not, you're gonna be like, we got to get this guy off the floor. You know, like it's just right. not yeah. gonna. That's not gonna work for you. He's, he's one Listen, of the guys that's. Bobby, I know you're full of beans because you just got here, but the rest of us have been going 90 <laughs> minutes. So we no, are gonna, I gotta have get to, out of here. They'll lock the doors on me again. They will I lock guess, you in I with guess, the rats, my friend. Yeah. I guess Dragic is. Um, yeah, New York Dragic is. Um, He's in Miami, like training. I don't, I don't know yeah. what his deal is. I, yeah. I don't so, know either. It might be somewhere, some, but you do have to make a trade with the Raptors because he still is on the Raptors. He's not yeah, just going yeah. around out there. Yeah. Um, so anyway, thanks again. It's the Knicks again on Saturday. Uh, Bobby Manning in New York will be filing reports. Go check those out at us uh, uh, at our on our CLNS uh, Media YouTube. Uh, Celtics all access Celtics all access. If you, a lot of you guys are watching on our main YouTube channel, but a Celtics all access where you're going to get a lot of our clips, a lot of our analysis, a lot of our smaller segments, uh, and a lot of other good, unique, original content. So if you don't haven't subscribed to that one also, please do. There's a lot of good stuff that goes on that channel. Once again, quick shout out to our sponsors, uh, number one, sleep and meditation app. We love it. We need it. We rely on it. Calm com.com slash garden head over there receive 40 percent off com.com slash garden i can't get through one of these jimmy's got to get a piece he's got to get a piece <laughs> i gotta get a piece i'll let you finish i do have to say something after though yeah, even back in the segment days you would do this during reads all the time no, i love it i love it i love it i need i gotta help. say something hold on shout out, shout out to tom tom shucksmith Shout out to Tom. Yeah, you, you LinkedIn.com slash garden. Post your first job for free. Both sponsors of the Garden Report. Go ahead, Jimmy. Be like Tom Shucksmith. Okay, Tom Shucksmith just signed up for Com. He said, this looks have done to me. He signed up. Com.com slash garden. <laughs> okay. And, you know, Tom. first thing it says, Tom Shucksmith, take a deep breath. If that doesn't explain the Celtics season to everybody, then I don't know what does. But this guy, Wait, Tom, hold on. he's going to sleep a lot better tonight. Oh, Tom already follows yeah. me. Tom, I was going to give you a follow, but I, God bless you, my friend. I just gave Everyone. him a follow because <laughs> that's what I would. And, and you know I'm what? Give... Good for Tom. Tom. Tom is doing what a lot of this, what Eme should do, what the Celtics are do, should do, is find the best versions of themselves. And that's what Tom's yeah. doing by signing up for Com. 
He's going to be a better person tomorrow morning. I hope we can say the Celtics are going to be a better team on Saturday because the product tonight simply is not going to again. Imagine Fournier smokes them again on Saturday. If they lose, I'll tell you what. Everyone give Tom a follow. I just gave Tom a follow. I just did. If they lose Saturday, they might hear the loudest boos. And it's a Saturday (laughs) night. It's going to be a rowdy crowd. They might get the loudest boos that we've heard in the garden in years. There's been some loud. Those were loud ones at halftime of the 60-point game. I remember that well. Send Jimmy your receipts when you sign up for Com, uh, and uh, we'll we'll all give you a follow. Uh, and thank you. It's not, it's not much, but uh, we we do appreciate it. Honestly, thank you. Support our sponsors. Subscribe. Yeah, no more to than channels. five minutes on Causeway, by the way. No more than that. <laughs> yeah, I got them all spot on Show Space Podcast. <laughs> Check out. Yeah. <laughs> Check out. All, everyone here has got a pod except for Jimmy. But this is Jimmy's yeah, pod. I'm working uh, on it. I'm Ca- working on it. Causeway's first podcast of the day. Is- yeah. With Josue Pavone, <laughs> also writing for Heavy.com, Sherrod Blakely. Uh, you can find him everywhere uh, with the uh, – Sherrod, I, I I lose it all the friggin' time on the name of the full blog. Full Court Press. It's the Full, full court, court Press. PressBulletin.com, press right. yep. Ebony.com, stuff with you guys. Bleacher yeah, Report. You, Bleacher Jerry, Report. you know. That shit had me laughing so hard. Uh, the, one of the best episodes of the entire run of the A-List podcast, which can yes, be found on the Scalance yes, Media Network. There is. Uh, with Gary Washburn, terrific There's chemistry. Nothing like a Gary guest spot. Yeah, well, Gary's All I know is this. I didn't realize that AOL still had a presence. Gary, yeah. Yeah. Gary's AOL game. I didn't, I didn't realize anyone had an AOL game still, but Gary Washburn does. Oh. In fact, to the point where in the middle of our podcast, we heard those infamous words, you've got mail. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I might need to make an AOL really... e- uh, email account now. When Easy. I arrived, Easy. Times. Easy. When I arrived at NBC, <laughs> AOL accounts for Sherrod, for Lou, for, I think, McAdam. Curran uh, has AOL. And Curran. Uh, every single one of them was AOL. It was awesome. Dude, because and I they're like the first guys. Six- yeah, I didn't realize that they were sending me stuff to the AOL, AOL account because I wasn't using it. Yeah, until yeah. they said I just sent you a message. I'm like, I didn't get a message. They're like, we sent it to your AOL. Like, oh shit. Yeah, Gary, so Gary, signed, Gary signed off, and you heard the door close. That sound. <laughs> when he logs out, yes. like, Again, Dialogue. thanks, thanks again, guys. Uh, awesome, audience. Uh, awesome audience tonight. Like I said, check out CLNS Media. Bobby's going to have a bunch of stuff on this game uh, up on the site as well, um, covering the back-to-back stuff. You know, Bobby doesn't get tired, home and away. Bobby, forty forty club tonight after this. What's the deal? We'll see Don't answer that end. question, Bobby. Sleep. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. Someone said you're going to Staten Island. You'll be taking shots with oh. Pete Davidson. Is that true? Oh, him and Pete. Yeah. Guys, thank you everybody for hanging out. Awesome audience tonight. Good crowd. Um, We will see you guys.